When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Fucking David Beckham's body double. <laughs> I feel like I want to see your legs. Can you please show us a leg? There we go. There we go. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> oh, I feel like I've been in the presence of a real celeb now. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by none other than celebrity trainer to the stars, Bradley Simmons. Hi, Brad. Hi, Vicky. How are you doing? Nice to have me on the podcast. <laughs> it's so nice to have you. Quickly, before I go any further, right? You do not look like a Bradley. Like you what? look like a Brad. So should I call you Brad? You can call me Brad. Is it? It's probably because I got a snapback on. You can call me Brad. It's all good. <laughs> no, but like, so basically, when I was younger, I don't know if it was um, just a. Well, I had this really nasty boy neighbour called Bradley. He was an asshole. Oh, really? So that's in me head. And he was always oh, really mean. I liked his sister, but I didn't like him. Anyway, and then the second Bradley I know, I don't know if you know him. He, um, I went to a caravan park called Haggerston okay. Castle. Yeah. And their mascot was Bradley the Bear. Do you oh, know wow. Bra- do you, are I, you fa- I, I, I'm not familiar with Bradley the Bear, but I will oh. after this. <laughs> and Bradley Bradley the Bear was lovely, actually. I don't mean to be disparaging about him at all. He was, like, really fluffy, as most bears are, and had, like, a bright yellow Hawaiian shirt and blue shorts. Nice. But again, so, but- you... You don't seem to really fit the bill. So are you more of a Brad? I, I, I say I'm more of a Brad. People call me Brad. My mates call me Simo, but my the girls call me Brad. Girls call you Brad. Okay, well, I'm a girl and I'll call you Brad too. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad we got that out the way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, Petal? Are you sweating your tits off? I am sweating my tits off. It's hot today, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's hot in London. It's hot in London. Um, but no, it's good. I've been chilling in the garden today. I had a crazy day yesterday filming so many different workouts. So uh-huh. it's nice to have a down day and just relax, which we need just, sometimes. Exactly. It's important to listen to your body. Um, yes. I'm up north at the moment, so I really can't complain about the heat. It's actually <laughs> relatively cool up here, which is a good thing because my little doggy could not handle the heat anymore. Oh, How's Roots coping? Well, Roots is from St. Lucia. So I rescued Roots. He's so cosmopolitan. So I, I know. So I rescued Roots from St. Lucia. So he lies in the sun all day and he absolutely loves it. At the point I have to tell him to get inside and I lock him in a, in a room. He loves it that much. So I have to be careful because it's really dangerous for dogs. They get dehydrated. But he can sit in it for hours and he loves it. But no, um, I've put him in the room to make sure he's cooled down right now. Bless it. You're a very good dog, Daddy. I um, I followed Roots' Instagram account today on my... Did you? Oh, yeah, because... I was just doing a little stalk, you know, before my guests come on. I always think it's good to do my... I say stalk. I, it's professional. It's research. Yes. yes. Uh, so, yeah, so I found his little Instagram account. And I was like, I read that he's a real hit with the ladies. Are you using your dog to pick up chicks, Bradders? <laughs> to be fair, my mates asked me to borrow roots. So it must it must be a way to pick up girls. To be fair, when I did it, it wasn't about that. But it has helped along the way. 
Um, I'm not going to lie, but I don't do it for that reason. I love Roots. I guess it's just a bonus that the girls like him too. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like, like, furry little four-legged friends are total chick magnets. I could have shagged any amount of birds since I've got Milo, but obviously (laughs) that's not my cup of tea. Um, (laughs) Milo is a rescue too. Do you think? Oh, wicked. Do you think Milo and Roots could be friends? I think they could. I'll get get on the train down to Newcastle. Never been to Newcastle. (laughs) I've never been to Newcastle, so I'm definitely up for the trip. Oh my God, you're missing out, but I'm only up yet to see my mum and do a bit of work. I actually live in Essex, so that must be closer. Oh, it is. Are you an Essex girl now, are you? Yeah. Going from Geordie to Essex. That's it. Got me yes, white stilettos and yes, uh, honorary <laughs> vajazzle and everything. <laughs> um, yeah, Essex is lovely. I've definitely come down to Essex. It's not far from West London. It's not that far. It's a little bit far, but it's not too far. Buzzing. So we will walk our doggies, but like, tell us a little bit yeah. about Roots, because you rescued him from St. Lucia, is that right? Yeah, that is right. St. Lucia is an incredible country. I was there on a holiday. He was five weeks at a time and he ran across the road. And Did he I get said, hurt? No, no, no. So uh, I was with J.P. Cooper. J- I'm not sure if you know who J.P. Cooper is, but he's an incredible singer. I'm sure you've heard uh-huh. some of his songs. Many people listening will go, yeah, of course we know who J.P. Cooper is. We stopped the car uh, and Roots ran into the bush. I was like, oh, he could have rabies. You've got to be, you've got to be careful here. Uh-huh. So I picked him out from his neck and I just picked him up and he started wiggling his tail. Oh, I was loving it first sight. So I looked at him. I was like, oh, my God. I had him on my chest. I I was covered in fleas. I was covered in worms. I was like, God, (laughs) I've got to rescue this little pup. We took him to a restaurant. He started... We had we gave him a big fish. He consu- he consumed it in literally two minutes. We took him <laughs> back to the apartment, cleaned him up, took him to the vet, and I said, "Look, I need to take this puppy back to the UK. Can you help me?" She did, um, and yeah, and he, and, he, and and I've had him ever since three years now, and I've loved every minute of it. God, right? I need to ask you a question. Dog owner to dog owner, and then I yeah. promise. Well, yeah. How hard is it when he's a puppy? Yeah, it is difficult. Don't get me wrong. But I think my girlfriend at the time found it way more difficult than I did. I think I'm a very chilled, laid-back guy. Um, Honestly, Roots must just be a very good dog, right? Because Milo, I swear, is like Marley from Marley and Me. He is, he is. He was nuts. Mate, anything he can do possibly to drive his mum insane, he does it. Really? So he digs up the garden, he uh, weighs on the carpet. I mean, some of this is just normal puppy behaviour, but some of it I feel like is a deliberate well, fuck you. I did spend a lot of money on car- on cleaning the carpet, that's for yeah. sure. Big I've time. had them in twice, I've only had my yeah. whole month. I've, I had them in twice, maybe three times. Um, so that's <laughs> been, that's, that's stuff stressful, but that's part of, that's part of having a puppy. That's what you have to get, deal with. When people get a puppy and they don't understand or they, they're not ready for the stress, then it hits them double hard. Yeah. If you accept that it's going to be quite difficult, then it can be quite easy. I read somewhere um, that since like lockdown has finished and like the real kind of the real body of isolation is over, people are taking the dogs that they adopted, that they bought, whatever, back to places to say, oh, I'm back at work now. I can't look after it. Like that to me is is just heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, it's we just don't deserve animals, do we? Sometimes no, it's lazy. It's lazy thinking. It's selfish, isn't it? It It's so selfish. Well, when I go away or go on holiday or got a business trip, I always send Roots to Donna that lives on the corner. And mm-hmm. she she's too busy for me now because she says she's got too many puppies that she has to look after. Dog woman Donna. Yeah. And Donna yeah. smashes it. She's, she's great at what she does. <laughs> Bless her. Right, well, I promise that is the puppy chat out the way, but we okay, will cool. definitely get a dog date, a little voltage date in some Oh, definitely. 100%. 
So you are best known for your rippling abs, for posting all these amazing videos, for all your motivational stuff, for just being an amazing PT all over Instagram. But that wasn't your original plan, was it, Bradley? No, the dream was... I full named you. I can't believe I full named you. I'm so sorry. Sorry, you can call me wherever you want. Um, Yeah, the the dream. The dream was to become a professional footballer. I signed for Chelsea at the age of seven. I can't believe that. You know, I was just reading it, and I was like, I was expecting like Grimsby FC or something. (laughs) Me, Chelsea, mate. Well done. So you must have been a good footballer. Yeah, I was very good. I was. I had a a promising career. Um, I left Chelsea at age of sixteen and joined Queens Park Rangers. Um, unfortunately for me, I don't like to dwell in, I don't like to make excuses, but I did have really, really bad injuries. But it was a blessing because what I learned while I was injured in that physio room, in the gym, I can take it on board now. Um, yeah. And I took that hurt from not becoming a footballer, I took that energy, that bad energy, I turned it to good energy to become a professional, uh, a really, sorry, top uh, personal trainer. So yeah. that's what I did. Because I've got a lot of friends, yeah, I've got friends playing for England right now, you know, um, and I see how successful they are, and I could have cried my eyes out, but I thought, Joe, you know what? That's going to make me motivated to go and smash something else. Good for you. I think that's a really positive way of looking at it. And like, I'm just going to say this once: it must have been a real punch in the dick to see them playing at Wembley, though, mustn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, do you know what? It, it's not nice. Sometimes, ah, like, oh, God, I was just as good as them, but I'm buzzing for them. Um, it's hard to be a pretty young professional footballer. The, the the percentage of kids that actually make it is so, so small. And the percentage of kids who don't make it and really struggle with their mental health is massively high, which probably doesn't get spoken about enough. Um, but, but when I see them making it and they're loving life and they're enjoying the football, it's, it's great to see. I'm not a jealous person. I've never been a jealous person. So um, it's great to see. It's the best way to be, isn't it? There's enough success for everybody. I always say that. 100%. Always. Okay. So what was it like when you, I mean, I know you've said you try to turn the negative into a positive, but there must have been a moment when you realised, oh my God, my dreams of becoming a professional footballer aren't going to happen. What was that like? Ah, that was probably the most depressed before I knew what depression was, before mental health was even before a topic. We, yeah, before we all talked about it, of yeah. course. Yeah. I didn't understand what anxiety was then. I had six months say, um, using the money from my savings account, not knowing what I was going to do. Um... But I went into body doubling. I went into modelling just to keep me going. Stop it. Yeah. Who Whose body double have you been? <laughs> I have a little guess. Who do you think? Some footballers. It's been footballers. So Has it, it was, do you know, are you David Beckham's? It was a little bit of David Beckham. Any no. Tiny bit. I had a few Which bit? No, it's just like your legs. It's, it's <laughs> doing the free kicks, etc. Because basically, we're on set for we're on set for about 12 hours. They come and set for 30 minutes because of insurance and stuff. So we got to make sure that we look the part. And when I did my audition, it's not just you look good. There wasn't just loads of, I don't know, really good looking models. It's, you have to be good at football as well. And some of the models weren't even good looking. They just were good at football and they looked like some like um, players. Uh, so I used to do Jordan Henderson, Aaron Ramsey and a bit of David Beckham. So that was great and that was a great experience. And that kept my bank, bank balance going. Uh, but, yeah. I realized, but I realized modeling isn't a long-term career for some people it is uh, i thought i had more about me than modeling so that's why i went into personal training and i've gone down the route i've gone good for you though so oh my god that's amazing as well yeah. i can't believe but you can't you didn't get much bigger than david beckham or like nah. that's quite that's quite a big that's athlete cool. yeah yeah 
Yeah, it was only. I think it was. It was only his legs one time, so it wasn't a. <laughs> but still, I can say I did. I did. I did David Beckham. Yeah, I. T- I would. T- I'd wear that proudly, yeah. mate. Definitely. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, so you tried your hand at the modeling and the being David Beckham's double and bit and things yeah. for a little bit. Um, but then you realised your real passion lay within health and fitness. Yes. Um, how did you get started into that? Because I know there's loads of people who are dying to sort of crack into that world at the minute. Yeah, and I think at the time personal training was 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 great, but social media's made it a massive thing. I want to be a personal trainer. Because if you become a personal trainer, you then can become Instagram famous and then you can have your own online platform. Then you can have an app and you can make loads of money. That's where people's heads are at now. What uh-huh. I try to say to people, no, no, just focus on becoming a good personal trainer on the gym floor to begin with. It's the Courtney Black effect, isn't it? Yeah, it's the Courtney <laughs> Black effect, big time. And she smashed it and I love her to bits and, and I'm buying some for But that effect... Uh, is made everyone to become a personal trainer, which is great because yeah. being a personal trainer is an incredible job. Uh, it's an enjoyable lifestyle. Um, but for me, when things didn't work out, I was like, do I become a football coach or do I become a personal trainer? And I typed in in Google, how much does a personal trainer earn in London? Yeah. And, and it said anywhere between uh, thirty to £150,000. And you thought, fuck them, that'll do me. I went, that's <laughs> a lot better than football coaching. So... <laughs> And to be fair, because I learned so much from being, again, I said, like I said before, I, I knew, and I'm a good person, I can socialise with anyone. I thought, no, this is going to be the job for me. And I did it and I smashed it. You are smashing it as well. Like, got a bloody list of celeb clients yeah. as long as me arm. You've even, like, for a, for a football fan like yourself, training yeah. someone like John Terry, I mean, it mustn't get much better than that. No, and I was so young. I was 20 years of age. No! Tell me what happened. Was I tw- yes. So I was training all the Made in Chelsea girls. That's how I got my name out there to begin with. Um, okay. So I was training my ex-girlfriend at Virgin Active Gym. I thought, oh, I want to get out of Virgin Active in, in six months. I can't spend my life here. Was your ex-girlfriend on Made in Chelsea? No, she wasn't. But oh, okay. I used her as a guinea pig. So I messaged all the Made in Chelsea girls, look, I can train you for free. As I'm just I'm sure she's thrilled <laughs> that you've said that. Yeah, that's probably why we didn't work out, but it's all good. Like, call I it, calling your bird any type of pig normally ends in disaster. <laughs> no, so I, yeah, that's, yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, um, so I, I messaged all the Made in Chelsea girls. I said, look, come and train me for free. This is what I do with my girlfriend. Uh, she's in great shape. These are the exercises that we do. They all messaged me back. Yeah, I would love to. So it was a journey from Chelsea to Chiswick, which is only, what, one and a half miles 
uh, and I was training about six of the mainly Chelsea girls and I just went boom um, and they asked me to go on the show which I declined because I was like I don't want to be a reality TV star not for me did um, you really say no even at yeah. 20 as well yeah God. I didn't fancy it really I didn't fancy it okay it was tempting but I'll tell you why uh, because I started training to John Terry messaged me John Terry knows my brother so also it helps with who you know in the contacts mm-hmm. so he knew that he could trust me come from a nice family he knew my brother is he said yeah I can trust him my wife wants to train with you she's seen that you train all the main Chelsea girls can you come over to our house train my wife and then also train me when I'm not training and I was like wow John Terry for me as a kid because I used to play for Chelsea yeah I, I used big to think hero I, was, I used to think I was John Terry everyone used to go oh you play like John Terry I wanted to be John Terry so for John Terry to message me I was massively like wow um, but he's become a really good friend now so I don't really see him I don't get starstruck anymore but the first time I ever saw him when he invited me to the Chelsea training ground I was like whoa this is mad um, so yeah so I started training Tony Terry and John Terry and then the list continued the next day he was like ah oh, I've got a really good uh, contact he wants to train with you I was like who is it he said oh Jamie and Louise Redknapp I was like wow at 20 years of age I've got these like it just started growing because stop it I had no idea tra- how fit is Jamie fucking Redknapp He's a good-looking lad, and he's a, he's yeah. a nice guy as well. Like, I'm not even talking about physically fit. I know he can kick a ball. Like, I'm well aware of all that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. seen him in Zuma once, right? I swear to God, I was on a date at the time and all, and I got so hot under the car. Really? Like, oh, God. He, like, he just said hello to us. Like, he didn't do nothing, like, yeah, untoward yeah, yeah, or anything. Yeah. Just said hello. And yes. he got... I was dripping like an egg sandwich. He is the fittest fella I've ever he seen is, in real life. He is, good, he is, he is. Have you seen Lou though? Lou's gorgeous as well. Have you seen Lou? Oh, Louise Lou's Redner. Gorgeous. Yeah, she's amazing. Oh my God, I don't know which one I fancy more. They're both know, incredible. Know, what, a, both what a couple they were. I know, I know. But yeah, so yeah, so it just went from, it just at the age I was, it just grew and grew and grew. Um, a lot of people at the time, a lot of personal trainers, jealous personal trainers, hated on me big time. Because you were um, so young and getting so successful so fast. Yeah, the, I was inexperienced with training these type of people. But I guess because I had that knowledge and that uh, background from being a professional footballer, I took that in, I had the confidence, I threw myself in the deep end. I thought, fuck it, i got to go for this. Um, if I'm going to be shy, if I'm not going to be confident, if I let this go now, will I ever get it again? No, maybe not. So I need to do it now. And uh, I yeah. love that. I love that. Even from a young age, you totally backed yourself, right? And I'm going to say something quite controversial here and tell us if you Go disagree. On. As I've got older, Bradley, I don't know why I keep Bradleying you. We've agreed on Brad. <laughs> Bad. Right. Okay. okay. So as I've got older, I have had more anxieties, more insecurities, mm-hmm. more... Yeah. I've been less certain of myself. But you know, when I was in my early 20s, mate, yeah, you I did. thought, you just don't care, do you? Like, no. I almost felt like I was unstoppable, like untouchable, like... And you do like you're less worried about the ramifications of stuff and and what people look like I don't know I just think you've got so much it maybe says youthful arrogance yeah but like whatever it is like it's brilliant and look where it's managed to get you do you no, think that was a little bit of what it was I think it was a little bit I guess because at the time I was just no one to all of a sudden this celebrity PT that everyone called me so the confidence that gave me I was like yes I can do it but you, <laughs> big but dick you, energy yeah but <laughs> But you're right, as the mature, more mature and more experienced I've come, I've realized now it's not about the fame. It's about respect and it's about the business side of things because fame doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be successful. So Agreed. I've realized now, no, no, I'm, not, I'm not chasing fame anymore. That was great. That was a good little buzz. All those selfies, trying to get new followers and stuff. 
that is no more me. It's all about business, being professional, building a brand, building a solid brand for longevity. And that's why I haven't been on the Love Islands and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I have this saying and it's not mine, so I really can't take credit for it, but yeah. I say it all the time. And it's um, never sacrifice respect for attention. Yes. And basically, like, it's dead easy when you're younger, like, to fall into that trap of, like, wearing short skirts or posting loads of, like, beggy pictures or, I don't Mm -hmm. know, like, just doing whatever it is to get attention, whether it be from men, from other women, whatever. But in the long run, like, what you really want is respect. And I think, like, that's the important thing. And it sounds to me as though, even though you were young and a little bit wet behind the ears and you might have been excited to be working with all these huge celebs and footballers and athletes and everything, it sounds to me as though you always had your head screwed on, mate. Yeah, I've always had my head screwed on, big time. I've always been, I guess... I've been a bit more mature for my age. Yes, so um, mature. Like, I can't believe you're only 27. I know. I know. A lot of people think I'm like 32, 33. Had a rough peep around. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know, I know. You no. sort my skin. I need, I need a facial, don't I? No, please yeah. don't take that the wrong way. It's nothing to do with the way you look. It's how you yeah. carry yourself, brothers. Yeah, like, you're dead so. mature. And like, you've had a life, haven't you? Fucking hell. Yeah, I've never be been fair. David Beckham's body double. <laughs> I'm sure you could have been someone. Catherine Cedar-Jones' body double, you could have been. Shut up. I would but, fucking love that, you know. Uh, there's a good shout. You're in me good books. Um, okay, so do you think the key to your success has been getting yourself out there, like even when you didn't necessarily have all the experience, having the confidence to do it? Yeah, 100%. I've never sat in my comfort zone. I get bored in my comfort zone. I'm always going, what's next? Dreams what I- die in your comfort zone. Yes, 100%. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, there's people out there still working at the Virgin Active when I was there. And that's fine. Like There's some people out there that, aren't like me or unlike you and I've had to accept that I remember being younger saying to my mates why don't you do this with your business why do you do that why I've now realized not everyone is like myself or has got this crazy ambitious brain so um it's fine to be like that but for me I've never stayed in my comfort zone I always want more which can sometimes be bad for example when I became a personal trainer I was like okay what's the best thing to be as a fitness model personal trainer is to be the front cover of men's health mm-hmm Recently, last year, I was the front cover of Men's Health. I've seen. Well done, yeah, dear. And it was a great achievement. And I was like, okay, I've worked six, seven years for this. And I was like, okay, what's next? As soon as I got it, I was like, okay, what's next? Yeah. I didn't really celebrate. All my mates were buzzing. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for that. I was buzzing. One shot of Jaeger. Brilliant. Okay, what's next? Yeah. And now I realize now that's bad attitude to have. And that's a bad way to see things. You need to enjoy the moments as well because life goes too quick. You sometimes pause. Oh, what I should have done was gone on holiday that week and said, you know what, this week is to celebrate that seven mm-hmm. years of grafting. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to do in the future. Oh, but I mean, like, don't beat yourself up because we're all just learning, aren't we? Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, I think lockdown and like the pandemic and stuff like have taught, it's been hard and it's been horrible, but it's taught one an awful lot. Like, yeah. I know myself, Brad, I was going so fast through life, like never taking the time to smell the roses, to appreciate the things I had, whether it be like a nice house, a good family, whatever. Um, great, jo- like a great job that I loved. I was always thinking like, right, that's that contract done. What's next? What's next? Like, I've done that job. What's next? And I never appreciated the things I had, yeah. but lockdown taught me like to to slow down and appreciate the things I had. There you go. So something positive came out of lockdown. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, well, you've got to you've got to cling yeah. to the little things, haven't you? There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, Brad, it was so lovely to talk to you in part one. Can we have you back in part two, please? Yes, you can. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>